Hi, welcome uh, to the Joe and Molly uh, show. We're doing this again. I'm Joe Posnanski with Molly Knight. Molly, we're doing another podcast. What's going on? Why are we doing I'm, this podcast? I'm so excited, Joe. I texted you yesterday uh, because I was so sad that there hadn't been any movement on the uh, lockout front. And I was starting to get really worried. Um, yeah. And then within the span of us, sort of figuring out how to get a zoom together there is news they're gonna have meeting tomorrow the players association and mlb powers that be are going to sit down and talk yes this is a miracle it's it's it is a miracle it's a little late christmas miracle is what this is and uh yeah i mean here's the thing we we did our first uh little podcast maybe a month and a half ago about this about about the lockout and what was going on. And at that time we were both very optimistic. We were like, Hey, things are going to work out. you know what? (laughs) The, the owners would be crazy to let this, uh, this gravy train run out. The players are going to figure it out. It's, it's going to work out. And then they didn't talk for like weeks after that and, uh, and still have not talked, but, uh, but now they're finally talking. So I don't know. Is is, is, in some ways, is this exactly what we should have, sort of guessed what happened that they wouldn't talk forever and and then sometime around mid-January they would figure out hey we better have some conversations. I had January 15th kind of in my gut as the day ish when okay like stop being babies and start yeah. coming to the table because we have like a hundred or more unsigned free agents. We have I mean dozens of players from foreign countries with visa issues. Right in the middle of a pandemic that won't end, um, we can't just like snap our fingers, make a deal on March thirty first, and then like have a season. So, like it was for me, it was it, because of the logistics involved. It was getting down to the wire, frankly, yeah. and I started having that pit in my stomach um, because normally when we make it through the holidays and we kind of get into January and it's a little bit of a dead period, most of us baseball nuts are like, "All right, cool, well." Pitchers and catchers are going to be out there in a month yes. or three weeks. And it's funny because whenever I tweet that, like, you know, 20 days until pitchers and catchers, I inevitably get get texts or replies from pitchers who are just like, shut up, you know, because they want more <laughs> they want more time with their families. And, you know, they're, they're the opposite of us. Like they're, they're our little, our little train seals, our little, our little, um, little spirit monkeys, you know, yes. <laughs> um, but this is really good news. This is really good news. And I think some of the solutions, some of the things I was reading about this morning will actually make the game better for fans too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, the focus is on competitive balance. Like nobody wants to watch shitty product. Nobody wants to watch teams like race to the bottom. Like I absolutely would support having um, a draft lottery like the NBA does, right? right. So that you right. can't just tank for the top pick. Um, there has to be some way to make this more fair. And because why would anybody pay to see the Orioles right now, unless Shohei Otani is in town, you know? Yeah, no, I look, this is, and this will be a good, good place for us to, to start talking about what they're going to talk about, because, you know, I think we both said this, I think the, one of the big concerns was that they were going to spend all of their efforts talking about money and specific, Yep. issues where it's you know back and forth each one trying to win uh their own little piece of the pie 
and and they were going to forget about the game that they were not going to yeah. worry about the game and there to me the game has numerous issues that that we can talk about uh at any point we don't have to talk oh, about today oh, this we is can... a perfect point part for you to plug your new book that you're there gonna you, write <laughs> there you go i will talk about my book yeah, plug it plug it because it's an actual positive someone actually feels positively about <laughs> baseball yes yes no i'm writing a a book called Why We Love Baseball, which Yay. will be, yeah, very exciting. Uh, it will be a countdown of the 50 greatest moments as I see them in baseball history, most pivotal moments. And they're going to be completely wild. They're not going to be Good. moments see? that people are going to expect at all. And uh, it's going to be sort of my little history of baseball, as, uh, but as told through the idea of of why we love this 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 game. And, and I, there are numerous elements of the game now that are hard to watch, mm-hmm. you know, that we, you and I yeah. have talked about that you've written about, I've written about, uh, you know, not enough balls in play, too many strikeouts, this, 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 but sure. I don't think there's any question that the biggest issue to me is, is the tanking issue. Yes. To me, yes. that's the biggest issue the game is facing is that this year, last year, two years ago, five years ago, there were 10 to, 20 right 10 to 15 10 to 13 teams that were not trying to win that were not only not trying to win they were actively trying not to lose but actively trying to uh, uh, get a better draft pick and and save money and do those things that directly lead to losing and <laughs> oh they were actively trying to lose let's yeah or, or or at well i mean look they were me, they were rachel what's what's the uh the woman's name in major league yes last name? yes Ra- rachel <laughs> fabulous fabulous character i'm forgetting her last name yes like why are we winning we're too good they we're, were they were that <laughs> they were they were you know i did a a whole post on that which i might revisit uh about how she's the actually the hero of 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 Major League that <laughs> secretly she wanted to win and she yeah. did this whole thing as like a ruse anyway uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll do that a, a, another time the reverse, but, the reverse but, but but largely speaking I think I think that, that that's the big problem is that it has worked the idea of tanking yeah. and a, no better example than the Houston Astros I mean yeah, the, yeah. The yeah, Cubs I mean, made it work and the Astros made it work. And yeah, but the Pirates Astros, oof, but and the, Astros, and nobody and else. And the right? Orioles, Orioles are trying, and, and it's not working. Rangers, not working at all. No. The Astros made it work because they're really, really smart. Right. But they're also, they were ruthless. They were yes. ruthless. They literally almost destroyed the game in Houston. They made it so bad, right? Like they, they, oh. they had a whole network blow up on them. Uh, <laughs> was, they lost a hundred plus games every year nobody cared i mean yeah. they almost oh, killed I, baseball i was there in 2012 i was i was writing a story about the astros rebuild and i was i was in houston a lot this is when espn had like big budgets to send send me to just sit there and there would be like 5000 people in the crowds and i remember um going and talking to like a fan like a, a family it was like august and i'm like why so why are you guys here do you know any of the players they're like no Tickets were a dollar and it's just a it's cheaper than the movies for air conditioning. And I was like, oh my God. I was at the in 2012, the Cubs and the Astros played against each other in the final game of the series. And I was there at Wrigley and there were like 10 people. The way they were like, if Alfonso Soriano hits a home run, everyone gets a, a free pizza or whatever. Alfonso Soriano was on a plane back to the DR when they <laughs> said that. Okay. That's how bleak 
things were. And then both of those clubs went on to win yeah. World Series. Yeah. And and by them, and, and again, this is, you know, one of my sort of pet peeves in sports in general is when people learn the wrong lessons yeah. from various things. So my, my biggest example of this is every one of Bill Belichick's assistants has been a flop. And I think the big reason that they've been flops is they think that the way to win is to wear a hoodie and to be mean to the media. Like they think, <laughs> like they think that's why yeah. Bill Belichick is good at what he does when it has nothing to do with why he's good. And I think it's the same thing. Everybody looked at the Astros and the, and the Cubs and went, okay, well, look, if you're really, really <laughs> terrible, you're going to get high draft picks and you're going to get good. No, you've got to be incredibly smart. You've got to be run you know, with ruthless efficiency. I mean, the Cubs were Theo, right? Theo, right. and and they just had a, an incredible run of, of drafting offensive players. And then they, they got lucky with a couple sure. of pitchers. I mean, like sure. everything had to work out. Astros, same thing, incredibly smart, um, ahead of the game in so many ways. And then obviously we know about Espionage, the, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we know about the rest <laughs> of it. But, but... Tanking is terrible for the game. It's so bad Awful. for the game. And, and it's, it's going to continue as long as the system rewards that kind of thing. So I think one of the things they need to do is, is exactly what you said. I mean, you, we've talked about my idea, which is that you, you actually do the, the draft in reverse order, of, right. you know, so if you're the best team not to make the playoffs, you get the number one pick. I you think know? that's the right. I think that's the right way to do it it's yeah. like i was thinking about this you can't do that in the in the nfl because in the nfl if you don't have a quarterback you're screwed forever right. so you right. kind of have to like give the worst team the top yes. pick but in mlb i think that's, <clears throat> i think that's exactly right you reward teams for trying but yeah. who aren't who aren't there yet yeah you know, and you i don't, don't and i don't know that you take it all the way up to the to the top because that's not right because i'm as i'm thinking yeah. about this if it was every team that didn't make the playoffs then you might not want to make the playoffs, right? Like you'd want to be the team just good enough to miss the playoffs. So you yeah. get the number one pick and all that, but you, you just, yeah. you just do the bottom like, 10, and, but you the, put them in reverse order of how, sure. of their sure. record. Or the bottom eight, the bottom eight. Or the bottom eight or the bottom five. I mean, you know, right. you can do it in so many different ways, <laughs> but do not reward the teams that are at the absolute bottom um, for not yeah. trying. I mean, you can't yeah. do that. So that's one but then there's so many other things. And, and of course, this is where it gets really interesting. The The owners have already started talking about yeah. uh, a basement, right? Like a, yep. a floor for their salary cap. The players are totally against it because yep. they know that a floor comes with a ceiling, right? Like, yep. so they, they want the whole system uh, thrown apart, right. uh, which I can't blame them. But it's, I'm not sure where, where fans are going to, are going to stand on that because there is some logic to the idea of like, Hey, you can't, you can't just, if, if there is going to be some kind of luxury tax or whatever the case may be, you can't just sit here and collect the luxury tax money. You have to right. try You have to try to reinvest it and spend it. Like if yeah. I'm the Dodgers or the Yankees, I'm pissed off yeah. that I'm giving, you know, the Pittsburgh pirates, whatever I'm giving them. And, See? and they're, and, and I mean, they're pocketing it. Yes. You know? They're pocketing I mean, it. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's a joke. And, I will say though, I, I got kind of like MLB has already offered, and we don't know what's going to be in the final deal, 
but they've already offered a universal DH, which I'm, I mean, I'm way in favor of. I sure. used to think of, I used to hate it like being a nationally pure, like purist. Now I love it. I don't want to see pitchers get hurt. Sure. I think it offers uh, uh, job opportunities to those players who are in their thirties, who might not have a spot. I think it kind of helps with that on that front. Um, they've already said that they, that um, no draft pick tied to um to free agent right. uh signing which right. is good a, a draft lottery which is good yep. um and a higher minimum salary which is good and the union has said it would that it will allow um because the owners of course what they want is to, to not spend much more money than they're already spending and they right. want expanded playoffs they want expanded playoffs so the, the 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 union has already said that they would agree to expand from 12 teams to 14 teams right i'm a little bit like do we need that money do we need mlb to be like the nba and have everybody it's make too it many home? it's too many it's too many I'm, but we're I'm, but that's where we're going right like i've been opposed to that for a while like yeah. i i really want the regular season to matter more and so yeah you know what I, it's just a losing battle at this point like once yeah. you start getting and frankly 14 is just a way station it's going to get to 16 it's going to get to 16 like right because year, at yeah. some point you're just going to have to you know, it's 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 going to make a lot more sense. Fourteen is a weird buy thing. Like nobody quite knows exactly what it's going to be, and and yeah. and uh, um, you know. So, but 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 you're right. I mean, I think there's a. It's promising in that there's a lot of stuff on the table that don't seem to be big fights. Like it yeah. seems like, but there are going to be obviously the some money. Big fights, the right, money. and it's going to come down to the money, and I. You know, look, they I think that even the owners understand that this manipulating time for player young players yeah, has to go. Yeah. It has to go. You cannot manipulate time. And I think they probably are gonna have to give in on at least one year of, of free agency, right? They're gonna, they're gonna have to become a free agent a year earlier or something like that. But how far that goes and what the players are actually able to get. That to me is where the fight is really going to come down, don't you think? Yeah, and I just, I remember for some reason Chris Bryant really sticks out to me. Yeah, how the Cubs manipulated his service time. It was so clear that he was so good and so yes. ready, and and they manipulated it and they didn't call him up until the end of April. And I just remember thinking, that's just not what you do to a guy you right. want to make the cornerstone of your franchise. He's gone. He's going to be gone was and i mean yeah they traded him so it's different and i suppose he could come back to chicago but he kept saying you know after he came to san francisco there were little touches that the giants i mean the giants are for me up there as one of the, the classiest organizations right. in pro sports just little touches they did for him and his family to make them feel welcome and little things where you're like th that matter that, that yeah. I, I just wouldn't be surprised if he said i you know i'd rather just stay you know I'd rather just stay here or i'd rather just just not i don't know um and they, they, that's got to go. I mean, earlier, the earlier free agency is what, what players want. They want earlier arbitration um, and they want new mechanisms, you know, obviously to incentivize teams to stop taking. So yeah. those are the, those are the things that we don't know what mechanisms we can put in place to encourage teams to stop taking. I mean, I don't know. Do you penalize a team that's already really bad? Like, what do you, what do you do? Do you take away their draft picks if they lose a hundred games? Like what I, I mean, what do you yeah, do? Yeah, I mean, it's so hard because obviously that you don't want to punish that fan base and tell them, right. yeah, you're never going to be good ever. You know, right. I mean, you don't want that. But you also don't want, 
What you want to do is discourage it. Look, there are going to be, as you all know, there are going to be bad teams. If every single team tried their hardest and spent as much money as they possibly could, there's still going to be really bad teams, you know, because the, some people are smarter than other. As you point out, and I think it's a really, really good thing. You've written about this, and I, I love when you do. There are certain organizations in sports, particularly in baseball, they're just better at yeah. the way they treat people. And yeah. that matters. Like, and, and look, I am, I am the furthest thing from a St. Louis Cardinals fan as you could possibly be. I do not like the Cardinals. I never have. Uh, I've gotten into many fun fights with people yeah. in St. Louis. Uh, I hate their pizza. But that organization knows how to treat a player. You know, yeah. I mean, they really do. And yeah. that's why the players really do love it there. They stay there. They love it there. I mean, really, the only example you could give, I think, in recent times was Pujols at the end. And, you know, they sure. made an effort to keep him, uh, but not enough of an effort. And they were right. Like his, like they would oh, have, yeah. it would have crippled the franchise <clears throat> to give him a 10 year, $250 million deal or whatever it was. Uh, but I think yeah. that that should still matter too. So, I mean, I think it should be, if you're an organization, I think the Royals try to be like this. The Giants are very much like this. I think the Cardinals, there are a few. Yep you want to be one of those organizations because that is, there is, there are advantages that come to being that. So you don't want to take that part of it away either. And then you hear stories like Kyle Seeger retiring and he had not heard, had just had a conversation with his GM in like five years. Like, how does that happen? No, I know. And that's know. not, that's not to, to, you know, I, I, and none of us know what went on there. And obviously no, that there, there are three sides to every story, but um you know, if, if I'm running an organization, I, that's, that's, that's never, ever going to happen. I'm going to want to know if someone's pissed at me, I'm going to want to know, you know right. or if someone's, if someone has whatever it is, like, we've got to sit down and talk it out because we're, we're a family for better or worse, you know, and yeah. families go through hard times, families go together, lose together. You got to, you got to do it. Um, the Dodgers got away from that. They, they've, turned it around. I mean, a little bit, they have like ice cream on sun on Sundays. They've been better with the players, wives and stuff. And I mean, this new ownership group has made it a priority, but the giants, yeah. you know, they, they treat people well, they just do. Um, and you, you see it when free agents go there and they go, yeah. Or when guys get traded there and they go, yeah, my, I like this place. My family likes this place. And I don't think it's a, it's a coincidence that they won those three titles um, in a row. I think that they, they come together as a family, maybe better than some other, other groups. I, um, I really, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed, like behind the scenes stuff that you yeah. just don't think about, you know, that you, you know, just little things that the organization does. Uh, yeah. I do have a Dodgers question for you, but then we'll get yeah. back to talking about this. Go ahead. Because I, I immediately thought of you, I was on a podcast the other day. And how many podcasts do you do? Are you just podcasting all way, the time? Way too many. And, and I don't know why people want me yeah. on these podcasts. So Aww. I was on the podcast. It's because you're, pod you're kind. It's because you're smart and you're kind. <laughs> I, well, I know it's all the money I'm making from them, you know, <laughs> yeah. these, big bucks, these, these big bucks to, to come on. Yeah. Um, I was on a podcast the other day and it was actually not about the Dodgers. It was about uh, more specific baseball. But then the Dodgers came up and the host of the podcast basically said, look, I've done a lot of looking into this and I predict 
that Trevor Bauer will pitch again for the Dodgers, that he will again oh. be on the mound for the Dodgers. And I said, look, I don't know enough. I know somebody who does. I don't know enough. That would really surprise me. I don't see that happening. But uh, but I'm not inside that world, and you very much are. Yeah. Any chance Trevor Bauer pitches for the Dodgers again? I, so I will say this. I, I was stunned when they signed him just I given his too. history and, and, and had my own thoughts about, I thought it was an arrogant signing. I thought, um, especially in all the just other stories about, um, you know, executives and players and, uh, and inappropriateness with women. Um, and just because, because we knew at that point, we didn't know about allegations of assault. We knew though that there was online bullying, there was harassment, there was kind of gross behavior when it yes. came to women. We knew that. Um, when there was one accuser, um, I thought, okay, I, I mean, I would never have the guy back on my team, but I thought, I thought perhaps he could do the, do the time and overcome it. I mean, overcome and, and that maybe he would pitch again for the Dodgers. Now that there are apparently two different women in two different States who don't know each other, who have both filed restraining orders against him allegedly for assault. Yeah. That is just, um, if the Dodgers try him back, I will be leading the um, rallying cry. Of, <laughs> yes. What the fuck? Right. Um, right. They just don't. And that was to me what was so frustrating. They just don't need it. That's what I you know. Like they just didn't don't need him. They have they have what they have. They have uh, they have they have talent coming out the years. They have now they have all this money coming off the books. They've got Bueller and Rios and Dustin May. And, you know, lots of kids uh, coming up. But, um, you know, Mookie Betts and, and well, no, they don't have Corey Seager anymore, but you know, right, they've right. got good player, Chris Taylor and Cody Bellinger and Max, Max Muncy and Gavin Lux. And it's like, yes, that's a playoff team with them. Like, why are you doing this? And it's just going to be, um, a, a devastating, I, I've thought about it. What, and I don't want to make it about me because whatever, you know, it's, it's the, the Dodgers are a multi-billion corporation. They, they will do, they will be fine without me. <laughs> um, but what would I um, like, would I just not watch the days he pitched? Could I a team that, that, that did the calculus and thought, well, you know, he, he might provide us, you know, four extra wins that we wouldn't have gotten, you know, with, with Tony Gons over Tony Gonsal. And, and so, that's so pissing off and hurting so many people is worth that. Like, I, I just don't, I, I don't know. I know that they care very much about perception, how they're viewed and perceived in their PR. So I think they're just waiting to see what would happen and um, trying to recoup as much money as possible. But I'm, I got to tell you that the, the Marcelo Zuna, what he got like 20 games or something. Yeah. And yeah. The cops like saw him hit his girlfriend. I'm just like, Holy shit. Like, this just makes me feel like the Bauer is not going to get that long of a suspense. I mean, we don't know, but this feels like it's going to be a shorter than maybe some of us thought. And I'm not looking forward to any of this, you know, it's no. just yucky. And I know you feel this way, like as a Browns fan, you know, like if they're, if the Browns had a player that, you know, was allegedly assaulting women, you know, he went it, it would just feel gross oh like, it's how are you terrible supposed, how are you supposed to feel you no, know it's... you you were born into it like it's just uh, you know fandom is is emotional um yeah and and, and i mean i look i think it is emotional and i think there are those who take it so personally yeah. that they 
then try to defend the indefensible or they try to, you know, we've all seen that. And then yeah. there are others who just feel like, look, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I grew up there. This is, it's a big part of me. I'm not going to let, uh, you know, one, you know, bad person or multiple bad people or whatever, uh, you know, change who I am. I'm, you know, this is who I am and I'm a fan, yeah. but, but I think that you said something earlier that so strikes me with the, with the Dodgers. I was shocked when they signed him and it was yeah. for exactly that reason they didn't need him. They just didn't yeah. need him. And, and they don't need him now. And there's look, if, if his legal jeopardy stuff works out, okay. If he gets through the legal jeopardy, he'll have some sort of suspension, but it won't be forever. Right. Sure. Some team will need him and they will get him. And the fans of that team will either be disgusted by it or thrilled because he, you know, sure. assuming he can still pitch or both, or they'll feel right. both. I, I, I really do think there are a lot of, conflicted fans who are just like oh yuck but you know what i mean yeah. it's just sports and 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 i need i want my team to be good and whatever but i don't get it with the dodgers because they brought it on without needing it it was yeah. not necessary at all i will say final final answer no he will not throw another pitch for the dodgers for a variety of reasons but the first being he didn't build up enough goodwill yeah. to begin with it's not like he was a star for 10 years it's not like you know he, he'd been the hero and all the kids have the jersey and uh, you know now they were like he's been railroaded um and, and i think that's just and, and the other thing is frankly you know all the media here have lined up against him and the la times is like you know and it's not just me it's not just the the one woman writer who's like you know no saying no 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 to alleged uh domestic abusers the right. men the, the male writers in this in this um everybody is just like you can't have you can't trot this guy out there so i, I don't and, and they're very sensitive to that and so i don't i, I think he's done here uh, i don't think he's done in baseball no unless somebody. unless some unless there's stuff we don't know um but frankly you know what he needs it anyway like this is a this is a mess um he'll he got all of his money last year like yeah. he got his 40 million or whatever and he's gonna get the rest of his money minus whatever the suspension is. And so he's, he's like the victim here and then he can go pitch somewhere else. Yeah, no, no. Look, I, again, he'll, he'll be fine. Some team will sign him. Some fans will be disgusted, but we'll, you know, move on. Some fans will defend him. I mean, we, we know this, we've seen this play out over and over and over again. It just yeah. feels to me like if you are a team, like, like there's, there's only a couple of reasons. Like I've, I am, I, I'm close with uh, Royals general manager, former general manager, now president Dayton Moore. And I've heard Dayton talk about some of these very difficult decisions, you know, about players who are, for whatever reason, uh, you know, trouble um, and, and off the field stuff and, and this. And it's like, okay, you have to, in your mind, you have to justify what it is about those players that that's going to make you bring them in. Do you believe they're really a good person who just made a mistake and you, and, and, and they can, and they can, you know, they, they have the, they should be able to go on and they should be able to build uh, their lives again. Okay. That's sure. one thing. Do you believe, Hey, I don't care. Uh, we got to win. He's a, this player can help us win. That's not Dayton's philosophy, but it is a viable philosophy. You're like, Hey, sure look, I'm going to get fired sure. if we don't win. I, I'm going to do and, whatever I have to do, right? And let's be honest, there are a lot more players who have 
beat, beating up their wives and girlfriends and dates that we don't know about. Sure. I mean, so sure. I mean, they will never do. know about. Right. Yeah, these I mean, guys so hear about all of these we, things. We, you know? we don't. I mean, it's not just <laughs> they're, you know, and they they're and their teams who sign those guys. Yeah. Having heard the rumors or, 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 you know, they have they all have they all have their own little um, detectives that go and look at yes. backgrounds and they can they can dig stuff up and they say, well, shit. So and so there was a domestic incident back in 2014. Let's just hope it doesn't come to light. You know, right. but like we're 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 calculating that it won't you know yeah and 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 again i mean i don't want to make it all nefarious i mean some of these some of these people honestly whether they're right or wrong honestly believe you know what that person like i've heard that numerous times that person had a a terrible childhood and they've made some mistakes but they're really growing up and and they deserve a chance to to make up for their mistakes and you know things like that like there are it's it's never really cut and dry but i think in your mind you still have to be able to justify it and that was the yeah. thing i didn't get with the dodgers forgetting the the latest stuff he was such an issue beforehand just yeah. just because of the online bullying stuff because he was he was very controversial uh he's, he was clearly going to be hard to handle no matter what you I had through a baseball off the mound <laughs> oh for, for- any of the stuff involving like off the field right, or whatever. Right. In reaction to get to getting pulled from a game, he <laughs> threw a baseball off the mound over the fence yeah. to the point where Tito Francona says, can be seen on TV saying, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like everywhere. I mean, this is like, what? Like, yeah. That, and I, and, and I don't know. And all of course, Bauer stands are going to come out of at, at me and whatever. But it's like, this is not, this is not normal behavior. This is not like aspirational behavior. Right. It's not like, it's just, it's, it's like, God. Yeah. Well, and it's so clear. He's, 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 he's a complicated guy. I think like, I mean, he's, he's clearly a very smart guy. He's clearly got a lot of very interesting thoughts about other things, but he's a problem. And I just don't, you know, you, you, why, if you're a team that needs it and you're on the brink, that's yeah. one thing. Okay. You do what you have to do. Say, look, we, we believe that our culture can make that person blah, blah, blah. And we need that pitching. Dodgers just won the world series. They didn't need yeah. Trevor Bauer. It just felt like you, you use the word arrogant. arrogant. And I think that's right. It felt oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, we're not only going to be good this year. <laughs> we're going to be on a whole other level. Tone was, deaf and arrogant. It was yeah. a huge mistake and there wasn't, and there wasn't enough accountability for it because, you know, they're not, their, their whole company line is we're not going to comment until the investigations are over. Right. Well, the investigations are still ongoing. The criminal investigation and MLB's investigation are still ongoing. Yeah. So they haven't been called to the car. I mean, you know, Andrew Friedman should have to answer for this disaster. He will at some point, um, yeah, but, will. but you know, it's uh, it's gosh, <laughs> it's just such a mistake. <laughs> oh All right. My let's- God. Let's get back to uh, to finish this up on on happier uh, things like baseball maybe coming back. Yes. yes. So oh all right. So if you had to make a prediction yep. over the next two weeks, three weeks, what are we going to see? Um, I think we are going to have a deal in place by February first. Oh, this is exciting! This I is do. exciting. I do. I think we are. I'm. 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 It's been it's an opportunity for baseball to actually like 
or maybe February 5th, I'm, I'm hedging my bets. <laughs> I think we're going to have a deal in place because I think, I hope that Rob Manfred understands that this has been a shitty time for everyone. The last two years have been so bad. You know, people's mental health is circling the drain with this pandemic for the most part. And, and there is an opportunity to make the, to announce an agreement that yay, baseball is coming back and it's going to be a better product than ever. And here's why, here's why it's going to be better. You know, teams aren't going to be allowed to tank. We're going to have a, we're we're, going to have a draft lottery. We're going to have universal DH. So you're going to see more offense. You know, you're going to, you're going to see this and that. And, and, um, and there's going to be no more manipulation of service time. So uh, players, fans don't have to sit there and and wonder wait. when right yeah and wonder when chris bryant or jared kelnick or or um, no i the kansas city i was just thinking yeah. you know that do they need to wait a month to get bobby witt jr up i mean like do no. they really like who wants to wait like let's if he's ready to go he's ready to go you i mean know? you want to so. sell tickets right like, right bobby witt jr opening day like these like the kids in in uh in up in toronto right the, all yes. those kids that came up vladdy jr and and Kevin Biggio and, and the Bo Bichette. I mean, you know, all those kids have been called up right away. You want to just sell the tickets, right? You want yeah. to just do it. Yeah, let's do it. And say, like, a new dawn of baseball is here, right? Um, not join us on April 23rd, maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> Depending on on other factors. Well, that's a that's a really good point. One that, that makes me more optimistic, too, than I, as I think about it. Baseball has a real opportunity here. And to me... Yeah you should be willing to give a little bit to, to take yes. advantage of that opportunity. And that's, yep. that's what it comes down to. Like, will the players are going to be demanding. They feel like that they've been, they've been screwed they, the last couple of times and they're and they right. Were. And yep. they're right. Yeah. And they're right. And they're going to be coming for, for, for the deal. And to me, the owners could do themselves uh, the greatest service by doing exactly that saying, Hey, yep. you know what? We we're, we're going to meet you halfway the the game is going to be better than ever and let's go you know and yeah and that that would be the best thing that would be the best outcome i hope you're yeah. right I just and maybe right. maybe they expanded playoffs for the like new fans who yes. think it's exciting you know and then oh like we're gonna like like bump up your minimum salaries and we're gonna you know i i think they can do it Watch to watch. They're going to have this meeting to, uh, on Thursday, and it's going to go so poorly. <laughs> and then you, and then you and I next week are going to be at our do our podcast and just be like, so yeah. yeah. Now then we'll we're going to redo. We're going to do the podcast, <laughs> and it's going to be the exact opposite. I'll be like, oh, what do you think? It's gonna they're not going like, to be a season. It's going to be the worst a new thing sport. ever. <laughs> just going to get really into major league soccer again. It's time, yes, like, exactly. Oh it's time for some God. hockey columns. Yeah. No, yeah it's, we're, it's, you and I are going to be like watching the luge together <laughs> the winter Olympics. Like this is it. This is our life now. <laughs> Here it is. We are losing. We're doing the luge podcast. I think that's by the way, sick. I should not denigrate the luge like that because that is the scariest thing oh, it's I have great. ever seen oh, in my, my gosh. life. You've I've, done, you've luged. I've not luged. No, I've not luged. But I've been at the top of the luge thing and and looked down. The thing you cannot get on television is how downhill that is. It's like you can see it on TV. You know they're going super fast, and you're like, "There's no, there's nothing propelling them." So they, but you have no idea they are going down the side of a mountain. I mean, on on a sled, facing forward or backward, depending on on which one they want. 
yeah it's it's it's, these people have like the part of their brain the survival part of their brains removed before they do this because i would just be like i can't even i don't know they think it's fun they really think it's fun like it's like it's that's at some point they had to do it for the first time right i mean like at yeah. some point they who had actually, invented it who was like i want somebody in the netherlands right? Like, yeah know, right <laughs> yeah some 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 yeah or some swede was like i'm gonna get like, myself oh, just, in a i got a side of a mountain with ice i'm just gonna make little like gonna get a box tunnels. And, yeah yeah I'm, I'm gonna get get a, get a box and put some ice steak. skates on it and yeah just some steak lie down below and see how, yeah no, See what it's happens. A, it's a great thing. Oh all right, God. Molly. All right. <laughs> so we'll 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 do this again after the after the meeting. But uh, all right, right now the Joe and Molly uh, podcast optimistic. That's what we're optimistic. saying. Optimistic. We're 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 team. Yes, Manfred, go. Which is something that never comes out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Molly. All right. Thanks, Joe.